Welcome to the Mind Grow Radio Storyteller Series. I am your host, Stephanie Kaffin. I'm super excited to be back in the host seat today, having mind-growing conversations with some of the coolest people on the planet. And today's guest truly fits into one of those categories. She ran away at five years old and was gone an entire week. She came home riddled with fears and in turn became a people pleaser. At age 51, she decided to face one fear every day for an entire year. And in doing so, she gained an exorbitant amount of confidence. And now she uses what she learned to fulfill her mission of empowering 5 million women and men to write their stories. Linda Sunshine West is the founder and CEO of Action Takers Publishing. She's a speaker, a 17 times number one international best-selling and award-winning author. She's executive film producer, red carpet interviewer, and it is an honor to have her joining us in the MindGrowth studio today. Please welcome Linda Sunshine West. Thank you. Woo-woo! <laughs> <laughs> so glad to have you here. And what an amazing story. Like, wow, you left home at five and you were gone an entire week. What must that have been? Like, that must have been, you said you came home riddled with fear, but I can't even imagine. Well, you know, the, the fear was actually at home. And that's what I was running away from. You know, my dad was a very volatile, abusive alcoholic and at five, I took a stand for myself and I said, I'm not going to live in this environment. So you know, how many of us think about running away or run away and maybe run away for a little while? I was gone for a week and if it were up to me, I would have been gone forever. But my mom brought me back home. I went to the neighbor's house. So I was safe. You know, that's the first question usually people ask me is like, where'd you go? Yeah, you know, I was safe at the neighbor's house. But uh, what happened in that week, you know, we're talking about mind growing, right? Mindset and stuff. What happened in that week? is nobody came to get me. So oh a belief Yeah, so a belief system started right then and that was that they didn't come to get me because they don't love me and they don't want me around. And that's what I came home with after a week of being gone was that belief. And that's how I became that the riddled with fears is because like I felt like I could never leave again. And my dad was so he was just so scary. I always saw him as a monster and I ended up becoming a people pleaser because I wanted to be, be able to keep the peace so that dad wouldn't fly off the handle. You know, so that's right. how I lived my life for 51 years. Uh, just always in survival mode, trying to, yeah. oh, my gosh, that must have been so scary. And then at 51, so between 5 and 51, a lot of stuff must have happened because you summoned the courage to face those fears one a day for a year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was uh, kind of interesting how that happened. And, you know, when I was 51, I was driving to work one day and I was working for a judge in the ninth circuit court of appeals, which I'm in California and that's the highest court. And um, I was like, I don't understand this. Like what, am I doing here? I have no value. I have no purpose. All I do is push papers around for a judge. And by the way, that was my 49th job in 36 years. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I just like, I was fed up with it. And I didn't understand 
Like, why am I here? Why am I on this planet? I have no value. Why is this planet here? It doesn't make any sense. And I just started, there was such anger in my voice asking all these questions. Well, when I got to work that day, you know, partially the answer showed up for me. And the answer was in a life coach, uh, this woman that I didn't know posted something in Facebook. It said, I'm a life coach. I took some time off. I'm getting back into it, and I'm looking for five women who want to change their lives. Well, she was talking to me, and I answered that call, and that was the start to the unraveling to what was to come. That year of fears came a little bit later. So that was really the start of it, the catalyst to everything moving into motion. That must have been, like, such a powerful jump for you. To um, to open yourself up, first of all, to to unlearning things that you had learned and to learning new things and being willing to take in those nuggets of wisdom that she was sharing. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I hated her every week. <laughs> she, she posed. It, you're in the nose, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, she posed so many tough questions that, but I, you know, I'm a good student and I do my homework and all the questions she asked me, I dove into them head first and I said, I, I hate this question, but I'm going to dive in. I'm going to figure out the answer, you know, for myself. And then every week when I came to meet up with her again, I was like, oh, I just love you. You're so amazing. And then she sent me on another homework assignment. And I was like, oh, I just hate this. Yeah. <laughs> And it was um, for five months in a row. So I worked with her once a week for five months. And boy, was that an enlightening five months. She saw in me what I didn't see in myself, and she helped to pull that out. And so that's really, again, where that journey started of the self, you know, remembering, remembering how I was when I was five, remembering how strong and brave I was to run away or to, to look for something better, you know, which is really what it was. I used to see it as running away. But what I realized is actually I, I never ran away. I was always looking for something better because I knew that something was better out there. I just didn't know where it was, and that's what I was searching for. So I spent many, many years, that's you know what I did, is always looking for something better. That's why 49 jobs in 36 years. There's got to be a better place for me. There's got to be a place that I fit in. There's got to be a place where I feel appreciated. And I was always looking for that, you know, with those jobs. I love that you you showed up with your creative energy. You're a 17-time international best-selling author. You won awards. You have mastered how to articulate your story in a way that impacts people. And now you help other people to be able to do the same. And I find that just so fascinating and amazing. And what what made you decide to to go all in and form Action Takers Publishing? Well, first I want to share that when we got started, before we went live here, uh, what you all don't know maybe is that uh, Stephanie set an intention for the call. And while she was setting an intention for the call, I wrote down my intention, which I didn't share with her, but I'm going to share it with you now, Stephanie, and that is impactful conversation. Because I believe in every conversation, we have an opportunity to make an impact on somebody's life. Sometimes the impact is negative and sometimes the impact is positive. But we can only do what we can to share the message to hopefully make that positive 
impact so that they can move forward in, in whatever it is they're working on. So when you said impact, you know, the story of impact, and thank you for that. I appreciate that because that's what I strive for every day is to make a positive impact. And, you know, it's, it's funny because I'm not a writer and I'm not a reader. I never have been. And when I had an opportunity to be in a collaboration book, this was in 2015. Now, I broke through a you know, one year, every single day I broke through a different fear. And part of that process in that year was I ended up meeting somebody who became my mentor. He was writing a collaboration book called Footsteps of the Fearless. He's like, you're breaking through a fear every day this year. I think it's perfect for you to be in this book, Footsteps of the Fearless. And I said, yes. And that was the start of it. And that was just like that first door that opened into this whole book thing. You know, I never wanted to be a writer. I never wanted to be an author. It wasn't of interest to me at all, ever. And so that was the first step. I took that step. And then after that year, you know, facing fear every day, my mentor, he said, hey, that's cool that you broke through a fear every day this year, but what are you going to do about it? And I was like, uh, I think that's enough. I, I'm done. I don't need to do any more. And he says, no, you need to write a book about it because there are people out there who need to hear your story. So I did. It took me about a year and a half, and I wrote The Year of Fears. And um, what was interesting, and this is the, the thing that really put the, like the nail in the coffin, so to speak, is I was attending an event, and a woman I didn't know came running to me from the other side of the room. She's yelling my name, Linda Sunshine, Linda Sunshine. And I'm like, who is this woman? Why is she coming after me, you know? And she said, I got your book, The Year of Fears. I read the first 14 pages, and I already broke through five fears. And I was like, that's who I wrote the book for. I didn't know it when I sat down to write it. You know, so that impact right there, that one piece, was the catalyst for what was to come. And that was, wow, I was in a book. I wrote a book. What's my next natural state of progression? And I decided to go ahead and start bringing people together to be in collaborative books so they could share their story, writing just one chapter. They wouldn't even have to write a whole book. And they can make that kind of impact. And that's what started it all. And just because I said yes to the life coach who helped me to discover who I am, who then helped me to open up that next door to meet that mentor who would, you know, continue. He's still my mentor today, you know, since 2015, and who would just continue to help me to grow and learn and grow and learn. So it's that first door, that first saying yes to ourselves that helps us to get to that next step. We don't know what that step is sometimes, and that's okay. Just know it's the right step. That is so incredible. And to do that, I mean, it, it takes courage to face those fears and do the things and take those steps. And I'm wondering if you'd be willing to share with us some tips um, or practices or whatever you have from your own personal growth toolbox that helped you maintain that courage and not go back into that fearful state of mind. Or was there something, um, a, a special thing that you did to help you maintain that mindset? Yes, definitely. I'll share um I'll share three things. Two of them are really fast. Um, first of all, one thing I realized was my greatest fear was the fear of judgment. 
This was huge because now that I knew that that was my greatest fear, I had a specific type of fear to work on. I just needed to work on it different ways. Examples would be like talking to a stranger, starting a conversation, um, going to a restaurant and saying only one in my party. These were things that were very scary for me because I thought people would be standing there with their, you know, their uh, binoculars staring at me like, oh, that poor girl, she's all by herself. You know, that was my belief. And so those, those fears were um, a lot, a lot of times the ones that came up attending networking events. Oh my God, I would drive, I would sit in my car and I would never go inside. You know, that's how scared I was to go talk to people. So um, once I realized that the fear of judgment was my greatest fear, that was awesome because I could move forward. One, another thing I learned is that when our faith is strong, our fear is weak. So what this means is that when our fear is strong, our faith is weak. So if we're experiencing fear, what I do now is I'd be experiencing a fearful moment. Like, you know, my, my stomach is nervous. Maybe my knees are shaking or, or something's going on. I can feel some kind of anxiety going on inside of my body. And so I'll just ask myself, how strong is your faith right now? Your fear is so strong. It's overtaking your faith. It's time to have faith in yourself, faith in others, and faith in God. Tap into all of that and let's go. And then now, let's, let's do it because you're scared. Do it because you're scared. And why I came up with this is that you know, after doing 365 days of this, I realized that the vast majority of time, probably 99.9% of the time, after I broke through a fear, I was either proud of myself or the result I got was way better than I ever imagined. So I started thinking, why am I depriving myself of experiencing something that I could be proud of myself for or something that could be way better than I ever imagined. Okay, I'm experiencing fear. I'm going to do this because I'm scared. I have to do this because I don't know what's on the other side and I want to experience that. So those are like the three top tips. Of, you know, I also created a seven-step process, a very simple process to go through that can help you to break through those fears every time. And if you'd like me to share that with you, let me know and I'd be happy to share. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. I was hoping you'd say yes. <laughs> yes, so, so this was crucial. About three months into it, I realized that it was so challenging for me every day to break through those fears because I didn't have a system in place. And I love systems once they're created. You know, I don't like creating them, but once they're created, I love to use them. Mm. And so I came up with very, very, very simple process. And that is to, you know, state your fear. So, for example, I'll use the um, example of going to a restaurant by myself because this is something that maybe somebody out there listening experiences, you know. And so I would say this is a question I would ask myself is that if I go to the restaurant by myself right now, will this adversely affect my life one year from today? So, again, it's if I go to the restaurant by myself, will it adversely affect my life one year from today? So that's the first step. And I'll break this down. So if I go, if I do this fear, insert your fear here. So if I do fear today, like right now today, will it adversely affect my life one year from today? So the adversely is key here because if you say, will it affect my life today? Yes, it can in a positive way. 
So the question we need to answer is, will it adversely affect my life? Will this cause harm for me? Will this cause tragedy for me? If the answer is no, then you got to do it because you're scared. But then you say one year from today, and the reason for that, the reason we start with one year is because we need to help our brain to move into a logical state because uh, fear is nothing more than energy. It's, you know, anxiety or you know, whatever we're feeling. It's, it's an energy inside of us. And we can move that energy from that anxiety, that fear-ridden, into a logical state of mind. It'll help us to be able to break through the fear because now, ah, logic is taking over. So we start with a year. So the next step is to ask the same exact question. You know, and then you have to ask the full question so your brain has an opportunity to to actually answer a full question. And that is, if I go to the restaurant right now, will it adversely affect my life six months from today? And most likely the answer is going to be no. If I go to the restaurant right now, is it by myself? Is it going to affect my life in a bad way? No. So then we just keep breaking it down. And what we're doing is we're helping our brain to really calm down and to move into this state of, you know what, realistically speaking, I should just go ahead and do this because now I can exercise that fear muscle. So we just do the same thing over and over and over again um, seven times. We go from one year to six months to one month to one week to one day to one hour and then our last question. If I go to the restaurant by myself right now, will this adversely affect my life right now? You know what it might but that's okay because I know that in an hour from now, it's not going to. And, okay, cool, I'm going to go do this because I'm scared. And oh that's the process. Gosh, that is so good. And you're right. It's, it's not complicated. Not at all. It's a simple process to just, like, micro-tune to that new way of thought, that new perspective. Oh, I love it so much. That was really good, Linda. Thank you. So Thank you. are welcome. And you know what's cool about it is I've gotten to the point now where I can just say, ah, oh, that's fear. I recognize it. And I say, I'm going to go do it because I'm scared. So by exercising, by using this exercise over and over and over again, it really helped me to be able to move into that space. Wow. And to, yeah. I can only imagine the impact that you have on your clients and the people who who have stories to tell. Oh my gosh. It's helped them break through that stuff. Oh my gosh. It's been, it's been phenomenal. Like something I I never would have guessed would be on the trajectory for me ever. So yeah, it's been amazing. And I'll tell you what, when you do this kind of exercise, you don't even have to do it for a year. I, I know somebody who did it for a month and they told me how much it changed their life. Just doing it a month, 30 days in a row. But what, what this has done is it has put fear on the back seat. It no longer is driving this train, you know. It is, it's not even in the caboose. Like, it's hanging on to the end of the caboose. Like, oh, I, I got I to stay on here, you know. It's trying to hang on. But I'm not letting it. It's not controlling me anymore. Yeah. It, like, lost its steam. It lost its power that it had yeah. for you. Yeah, exactly. So good because fear paralyzing. I know from experience it's paralyzing. It has stopped me in my tracks so many times. Mm-hmm. And that is such a great exercise that I'm going to use forevermore. 
<gasps> oh, goody. You'll have, to re- you'll have to report back to me. Yes, I, I love it when I hear that people you know, embark on that as well. Oh, that's so good. So let's talk a little bit about, now, usually one of the questions I ask is, as you look around your life now, did you ever imagine that it would look this way? And from what I've heard in our conversation so far, you're like, hell no, I had no idea. No, not at all. Yeah, it's it's so interesting. Was there, like, did you decide that you wanted to be an entrepreneur or did it decide, like, were you just called and you answered the call? Or uh, what? I never yeah, I never knew that I could like have my own business. I never knew that because you know I I was raised to be an employee. That's what I was raised for, and so that's you know again having those forty nine jobs, always looking for something different. And I came to that realization that I got to do something on my own. Like there was some sort of some sort of weird burning desire inside of me. I just didn't really know how to get there. You know how to deal with it or or what it meant. And so that was part of the discovery process with uh, working with my life coach. She helped me to kind of see that, that there was something out there for me to do. Now, book publishing wasn't it. Because when I first started my business, I did a whole bunch of different. I started seven businesses at one time. When I left my corporate job, I was like, I'm unleashed. This, is, <laughs> this animal is uncaged, and I am going to do seven different business ideas. And nobody could tell me that it wouldn't work. Because I had been listening to other people my whole life. I needed to do something on my own and fail on my own so I could learn all the lessons I have learned. And I failed so many different times, you know, in different business endeavors. So is this something that I ever saw in my my life? No, never. Because I always saw this kind of stuff as this is for those people, not for me. It's for those people. But I become those people, which is so cool, you know. Yes. And what I love about your story is that you did it for you. Yeah. I have a lot of our times in our life we do things but we take action for other people. And you Mm. did this for you and I love that so much. Well, you know, that was really through the recovery of being a people pleaser because as a people pleaser, I live my whole life for other people, everything. If you loved something, if I was with you and you loved something, I loved it. If you hated it, I hated it. That was the way I lived my life. And a lot of that was because of the fear, you know, from my dad. And um, once I started to really step into who am I, what am I all about, what do I love, what do I hate, you know, and to, to really start to live in that life, then that's when things started changing. And, and it just has been astronomical shifts in my life, you know. You are amazing, amazing, amazing. You've talked a lot about mentorship. Um, how important was was finding, you kind of t- touched on that a little bit on the impact that the coach, working with a coach had with you. But what, um, would you say that now that is like a a way of being for you? That yes. you are tuned into the wisdom <laughs> of those doing what you want to do. Yes, definitely. And, um, you know, I have had lots of mentors in my life. But until I was really ready, so like there's that saying, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. 
Well, I believe we have teachers all around us all the time, but we just aren't ready. And so I spent 51 years surrounded by mentors and coaches, but I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready to hear what they had to say. I wasn't open-minded enough. I wasn't ready to, to learn and to grow. I wasn't ready for that. I was too scared. So once, once my fears started to subside and I started to say, first of all, I am worth it. And second of all, this person wants to help me. That was when I was able to move into that space of, uh, you know, the mentorship. So first, I was being mentored, mentored, mentored. And you know, I had mentored people in my life, you know, every job I ever had. I never, I never got fired from a single one of those 49 jobs. And I was always the trainer. But I didn't see myself as that way. I was just some girl who worked at a job who trained people. Like, I never saw it as a mentorship. And so um, what I love to say is when the teacher is ready, the students will appear. Because oh, it, I love it, was, that. it was a mental shift. I had to make from employee mindset to entrepreneur mindset, from I want to learn and learn and learn mindset to I want to lead, lead, lead mindset. So I had to make a shift in my mindset to realize that I am here to help, you know, mentor and coach others. And now I do it. It's kind of like it's natural for me now, and it's something I had to learn how to do. This has been such a mind-growing conversation. And can I just say that I am so thankful that you are in my world. I am so thankful that I get to see your face every week when we mastermind (laughs) and work together. And I love the ideas that you have. I love everything about your energy. And I was super excited when you said yes, that you agreed to come on as a guest because I just love everything about you. And I just thank you. Really, listeners, if you haven't, if this is your first time getting to know Linda Sunshine West, I highly recommend that you tune into her. And if you are feeling that you have a story to tell, Linda is the woman that you need to definitely connect with. Linda, why don't you tell everybody where they can go to learn more about you and connect with you? Yes, uh, thank you, Stephanie, so much. And I've, I've enjoyed the conversation. I I love you, like I said, you know, impact, right? That was what I was hoping that we could do today, impactful conversation. And I'm I'm sure that we were able to succeed in that today. And maybe there will be somebody out there who will actually start to break through those fears on a regular basis and see what unfolds for you in your life. You can find me at actiontakerspublishing.com. I started Action Takers Publishing actually because I was a huge procrastinator for the vast majority of my life, and I wanted to be surrounded by people who took action, I thought, hey, if I call my company Action Takers, maybe I'll attract Action Takers and I'll become an Action Taker. And that's exactly what has happened. So, so it's interesting how, you know, once we put something out there that it starts to manifest itself into our lives. And so, yeah, just reach out to me. Again, it, it's at actiontakerspublishing.com. And we're looking forward to helping you to share your story, whether it's in one of our collaboration books, you write just one chapter, or you have your entire book that you want us to help you with, we're here to help. So thank you so much, Stephanie. Oh, thank you. And people can also find you on Wisdom, right? You're on Wisdom? Yes. Yes, Wisdom. And she's on Facebook. She's everywhere. Go tune into her, Linda Sunshine West. Thank you so, so much. 
We've been here on the Mind Grow Radio Storyteller Series with my fabulous guest, Linda Sunshine West, shining in her brilliance. And I am your host, Stephanie Kathan. It's been an honor to be here with you today. And uh, if you were tuned in at the end or whatever, I'm telling you, go back and listen to the replay because there's some great nuggets in there. Linda shared some tips from her own personal growth toolbox that I hope you take advantage of. And please go tune in to her. Linda, I will see you on the other side. And listeners, yes. keep shining in your brilliance. Bye-bye, Thank everyone. you. Bye-bye. Thank mm-hmm. you.